What up, y'all? It's your boy, Jesus. Got another podcast. Just gonna go over uh, a little bit of George Orwell, 1984. A great treasure. Great stuff. Be sure to follow me on TikTok, Power Jesus. Subscribe to this YouTube channel. Peace and love. What's up, y'all? Welcome to another Jesus podcast. A podcast in which going down the rabbit holes of conspiracies, both religious and government based, is non taboo. <laughs> welcome, welcome, y'all. Uh, it is going pretty good. Gonna start recording these a lot more often than what I had been doing. Started this podcast about a little over a year ago and uh was just mostly screwing around. So if you go back and listen to the previous episodes, you may or may not enjoy what you hear. <laughs> Thinking some of them, I started drinking some beers and just ranting and raving. I haven't gone back and listened to them. Maybe I should. Maybe there's some stuff that will be embarrassing, but whatever. For the time being, I'll let them on. But uh, as time has moved on and I've got deleted from... YouTube and Facebook and all these other platforms. I've now wanted to devote some time to the podcast and maybe give a voice to people that find, may find themselves, you know, along the same lines where you probably think religion is garbage. You also think government is garbage. Not sure how big of a base that will be and that may be the struggle but that's where I'm at and if you are a religious believer I will try to curtail my animosities I'm not an anti-theist I'm an atheist Um, I obviously don't agree with a lot of what the major religions have to say whether it's Christianity or Islam and as I have said in the past I think they pretty much work around the same lines you know as government both will feed their masses bullshit and propaganda in order to maintain control of their subjects their sheep if you will and, uh, yeah, you get power and control by just feeding bullshit lies over and over. And the people will swallow it whole. People in the religious, you know, the various Christian sects, doesn't matter if it's Catholicism, Baptist, or any other Christian subset, um, you know, 
you're raised in it. You're taught how to believe. And many times that's what you end up sticking with. And you believe, believing that to be true. It happened to me. I was raised Catholic. I was taught that the Catholic Church was the true church. Over 2,000 years old of history. And I believe that shit. <laughs> and the pedophilic shit, you know, with the priest and a number of other instances happened. And I started to question it. I was like, wait a minute. How come, you know, if, if the Catholic Church is of God, why, why are all these kids getting molested? Why is it infested with all these child molesting priests that instead of facing justice get moved from one church to another so that they can continue to abuse kids? And that was kind of the start of me questioning everything. Then I started, uh, I never wanted to listen to atheist stuff because I just thought they were full of shit and in my mind, as a theist, I was like, of course God exists. All you have to do is look outside. Look at that tree. God made it. It had to have a creator. It was as simple as that. But as soon as I started questioning it, I was like, well, let's hear what an atheist has to say. You know, and I started listening to some. And at first it pissed me off and I didn't want to hear it. Put the blinders on. The more I listened to it, I was like, holy shit, man, it, it makes a lot more sense. It, it's more rational. And so that's where I found myself, you know. And then came the conspiracies. I didn't... Um, it's funny, I when I was a believer, I believed official narratives. Now, as an atheist, I am a complete skeptic. Not only a skeptic of religions, but I'm a skeptic of what the government tells me. And I'll go, I'll delve deeper in that down the road. I'll, you know, how I stopped believing and how I got into conspiracies and whatnot. Just in case anyone's finds themselves there you know along the same lines they can you know if their story can relate and it could help out we can you know I'd be glad to do that but I don't want to delve too much into that I want to delve into George Orwell some of y'all maybe most of y'all have heard of this author he was born in the early 1900s and he passed away in 1950 I believe I'm not mistaken. And uh, interesting author. Um, you know, throughout the conspiracy world, you'll hear a lot of people call COVID-19. They call it COVID-1984. And that was kind of one of the things I was like, what? why do people call, keep calling it COVID-1984? And then you hear the term Orwellian and a lot of these things, and I'm going to admit, I was completely ignorant to it. So I started doing some research. Started going down the George Orwell rabbit hole. And holy shit, I am in love. 
infatuated with his work so far. It's 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 pretty it's pretty amazing and and scary that this man wrote the book called 1984. He wrote that in the late um in the late 1940s. And if you haven't read the book, I'm not going to give any much, you know, much spoilers. I'm going to just briefly talk about it. But uh it, he he writes about it, it obviously it's a fictional story and whatnot. It takes place in the fictional land, fictional time. I mean, he wrote in the mid in the late 40s and the time is 1984 just as the book is called and i watched the movie in 1984 it was on prime if you got a prime account on amazon you can watch it for free and if you got a 4k tv god damn they the way they uh uh what do you call it they have revitalized i can't remember the word it's getting a brain fart right now uh anyways if you have a 4k tv and you watch that movie that was made in 1985 the quality is pretty freaking amazing man holy shit i was blown away several times uh, i just couldn't believe it was a 40 year old movie and freaking badass like you can't tell it's an you know it's something from 1985 um really well done the way they you know made it for the 4k version and again it's free on uh prime uh but i watched the movie and <laughs> kind of fell asleep a little bit through it it was late it was like two in the morning and I was already kind of droopy, but I did wake up a couple times with my wife, and she was all into it, and I was trying to trying to stay up, but it did pique my curiosity in it. Um, it did, you know, from what I did, able to gather uh, enough to do more research the following day, and then I found the audio book on YouTube. If you put in uh, George Orwell 1984, audiobook it should come up so i started listening to them like holy shit and i've been captivated man it's deep 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 and it all makes sense now when you hear people say you know calling it covid uh 1984 and you know we're living in 1984 right now and this and that uh it all makes sense now you know, when you just hear the references here and there, uh, you kind of have an idea of what people are talking about. But until you start, you know, jumping in deep as far as watching the movie and maybe even reading the book, it it only then starts to actually make complete sense. In essence, the book is about, um, it's, as I was saying, in a fictional time in 1984, where during the 50s, you know, basically like a Cold War, nuclear wars have happened. And it takes place in London. All these wars have gone on and regimes have taken over. 
and the future is now uh, allegedly 1984 and the things in that in this you know the whole premise of the movie is that these people are getting fed propaganda um, it follows one main character who's kind of skeptical of the whole thing um, it seems like he kind of knows that the you know everything that they're living through in that world in London is all bullshit it's all fake and you can't say nothing because there's cameras everywhere if you think different from what the government is telling you it's considered a thought crime and you will then be punished people will disappear all the time that disagree with the government so he lives in a world where everyone has to be a sheep everyone has to go along with the official narratives that the government is spitting out and even history has been changed revisionist history has been changed to suit the narratives fascinating shit man I know it's a work of fiction but to read this and, and to see this man this intellectual pretty much predict <laughs> to a goddamn T everything that we're going through in 2020 is just mind blowing obviously it's not 1984 it's you know he was a few decades off but the stuff, you know, where cameras are watching your every moment, you're being tracked. I mean, you think about your cell phone. I mean, we take it for granted. We don't even care, you know, because everything's so convenient that we don't even question it. But how many times do you have a conversation with someone and then, you know, you you get on Facebook or you start shopping and you start getting ads based on what you were talking about earlier. You know? I know uh, Edward Snowden was talking about that when he was on the Rogan podcast. They're already listening, the devices. Now, does that mean that there's someone, you know, with a headset listening to every conversation, listening to my conversation as I'm having right now? No, that's not what it means. But there's probably some AI in place that picks up on keywords and code words and so it's pretty fucking crazy when you piece it all together and you start going down deep <laughs> the George Orwell rabbit hole I almost feel ashamed admitting that I had very little knowledge about George Orwell and his work and now I'm just as I've said before, I when something gets my curiosity, I go deep down, balls deep. Um, so I, I've been doing biographies, learning about him more. I want to get into his other book that he wrote was Animal Farm, which is about uh, communism. Uh, you know, it's I wanted to look up how he died because he died. He was only like 50 years old, pretty young, but apparently he had uh, been battling tuberculosis for three years and he succumbed to it. I think he, yeah, he, ah, uh, shit, I can't remember if he was 46 when he died. 
Maybe that's what it was. I think he was 46 when he died. So he wrote those Animal Farm in 1984. He wrote them before uh, the age of 46. I think he started writing them around when he was in his 40s already. So such a damn shame. You know, who knows what other masterpieces he would have wrote had he not succumbed to uh, tuberculosis. Being conspiracy-oriented myself, I I wanted to see if there was any other nefarious activity. <laughs> Maybe people trying to shut him up, but I couldn't find any. And so if there was, who knows? Um, but then again, not every damn thing is a conspiracy either. I mean, it's tuberculosis in that time period was a was a real big deal. Um, so who knows? Who knows? That's how bad of a skeptical I am these days. All this shit. Just don't know whether to take it as fact or with a grain of salt. All that rambling being said, I, I definitely encourage anyone that hasn't looked into 1984. Look into it. Uh, watch the movie. It's a couple hours long, maybe closer to three. I'm going to watch it again tonight. Now that I have a lot more context behind it, watch it. Uh, there's several videos that do breakdowns on 1984 in case you miss a couple things, but it's, it's extremely fascinating. Um, top to bottom, the, the ideas of governments just programming their, their people. And, uh, you know, from what I was able to gather, it's it's based on the governments being run by the very top, the very elite of society. So the 1%, the 2%, that's what our society is being run this day. That's why it's nuts that he was writing this shit in the 50s. But uh, obviously the overwhelming of average Joes like you and I, we make the majority of people. But the people up top don't give a fuck about us because we are easily manipulated with this propaganda and nonsense. What they worry is catering for the people up top. And that's what keeps shit going. Fucking crazy, man. <laughs> I mean, you look at the mainstream news cycle. The amount of bullshit we're fed. I used to listen to NPR daily, religiously. And I think it's still good if you listen to it on the local level. But when it gets into the national level, it's all nonsense. doesn't matter if it's Fox News or NBC. They all fucking feed you their narratives. And I've been speaking about this for a while. But I now that I've seen George Orwell's 1984, holy fucking shit. It just blows your fucking mind how much this man was calling it out back then. Way back before Jeff, JFK was assassinated or Malcolm X or Martin Luther King or RFK. You know? Almost 15 years before those top-level assassinations and before the 60s became one of the most turbulent decades in our history. 
He was calling this shit out. Obviously, it's a work of fiction. So who knows how he really felt about things. But for him to be writing these things in, in the way in which and in the manner in which he wrote them has to make you wonder. He was just seeing shit and, uh, you know, writing it. As I watched the movie, it, uh, it, the movie about, uh, uh, with, uh, Roddy Roddy Piper, They Live, the movie They Live, where he wears sunglasses to, uh, see the aliens. Uh, without these sunglasses, everyone looks like normal people. But when he wears the sunglasses, he sees aliens and then he sees what the propaganda is for what it is with the sunglasses. Uh, for I can't remember if they did this or not, but an example would be if you see an ad for like Coca-Cola, he puts sunglasses on. It's like cancer. <laughs> so I'm pretty sure that the movie They Live was heavily inspired by George Orwell's work. I can't stop praising it. I'm going to be talking about George Orwell, 1984, through the remainder of the podcast. So you could have a drinking game, and every time I say it, take a shot. That's on Jesus. That's on myself. <laughs> but uh, it, it's nuts. John Barber. Um, it's spelled B-A-R-B-O-U-R. He has done some amazing work on uh, JFK. I I believe his last documentary was called uh, The Second Assassination of JFK and the American Media, if I'm not mistaken. I think that's what it's called. Great documentary. Freaking awesome work. But he pretty much talks about the same shit in that. About how the media is just a fucking tool by the government to pass propaganda. It's funny how, you know, one of the few outlets at work not afraid to cover Jeff Epstein was RT. Which really means Russian television. Anytime I would bring up anything RT related. I'm not saying it's a 100% legit news source either. So don't, don't. Don't misconstrue what I'm saying, but I do like it when they cover some topics that other folks, other networks, mainstream networks, are scared to touch. So when while everyone's scared to touch uh, Jay, Jeff Epstein or you know Glenn Maxwell, a network like RT, Russian Television, is not scared. The thing is, whenever you talk, you know, well, I got it, I got this information from RT. You'll hear other people immediately put your ass down. Oh, well, that's Russian television. That's Russian propaganda. Blah, 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 blah. Which I'm sure it is in a way. I'm sure it is. No one's disputing that. It's called Russian fucking television. But at the same time, the same people telling you that will point to something from NPR. National Public Radio. Or PBS public broadcasting system <laughs> you're not going to tell me they're pushing american propaganda or how about the bbc british broadcasting company do you see where i'm getting at
It's all fucking propaganda. And as I as I have said in other podcasts, let's use critical thinking. Let's use our brains. As soon as you hear something hitting you, it doesn't matter if it's left or right. As soon as you get that whiff of it, that's when your critical thinking cap, radar, whatever you want to call it, has to kick in. Okay, this is obviously leaning left or this is obviously leaning right. But let me hear it out because maybe there are some truth nuggets in there. Maybe there is something that you lo- you can learn from. But you have to look, pay attention to the agenda. That's a problem with all these reporters and, you know, getting your news from all these sources. It, there's all this propaganda push. Operation Mockingbird. Declassified information in which the CIA admitted in having agents involved with news anchors and you know all these TV personalities to push the government's agenda. This isn't a conspiracy theory. This is declassified information. Operation Mockingbird. Look it up. And through Operation Mockingbird, we also found out that the term conspiracy theorist was weaponized. This was a time when people started having their questions about the JFK assassination and and saying, you know, the whole story, the government version was all complete bullshit. And so they rolled out the term conspiracy theorist. So anyone that had any objections to the official government uh, storyline or narrative just call them conspiracy theorists call them a tinfoil hat looney tune discredit them doesn't matter if this person is bringing up some pertinent information some real evidence and they you know just just throw out the word conspiracy theorists and, and discredit them wholly let's not even debate let's not engage case closed and they don't real and the people that do that shit don't even realize that that in itself <laughs> was rolled out by the government during mock uh, operation mockingbird it's fucking asinine and these blind motherfuckers don't understand and i say that but i i do not condone people hey you blind motherfucker Hear me out. No, no, no. That's not the way to go about it. We need to do it slowly because most people have been indoctrinated. You and I were once indoctrinated to that, believing that shit. And whenever someone came and talked to us about conspiracies, our brains would shut down, mentally shut down. We don't want to hear it. We don't want to accept it. No, no. Government loves us. And so by being aggressive with people that don't believe, it doesn't do anything good. And if you don't, especially if you don't have your facts straight, you know, how many times you go to like a 9-11 video or whatever, like, 9-11 was an inside job. <laughs> and never throw out some facts or or why you would feel. 
You need to be well armed and well prepared. Um, it's one of the reasons why I took this mission of starting this little podcast. Spreading the word. Making people use critical thinking. Not just talking about using critical thinking, but actually using it. I get annoyed being part of the atheist community that people call themselves skeptics. And yet when it comes to these official narratives, they fucking swallow it hook, line, and sinker. Let's be skeptics. Let us realize when we're being fed bullshit. Same thing if you're religious-based. Wake up. Doesn't matter if it's religious or government. They're they're both feeding or seeking power and control over you, over us. And unless we wake up to this shit and see what the fuck's going on, it's going to continue. Well... I think that's enough for today. Just wanted to get that off, share that with y'all on this Sunday, August 16th, 2020. Allegedly 2020. (laughs) Once you get into George Orwell, you will understand that reference. But yeah, if you get a time... Definitely, if you don't want to listen to the audiobook, it's 11 hours. It's going to take me a couple of days to get through that. I'll listen to it. It's on YouTube. Giving you guys this information to skirt around the paywalls that may exist. Just YouTube George Orwell 1984 audiobook and you'll find it. Again, it's like 11 hours. Um and then watch the movie as well, especially if you got a Prime account or you got Cody. <laughs> There's free ways to watch that as well. And uh, God damn. I already knew a lot about this conspiracy stuff and been following a lot of this stuff. Like I, I've already said, the Jeff Epstein deals has become somewhat of a my my cup of tea, if you will. For the genre. But after watching this, I'm like, holy shit, it all makes even that much more sense. Alright. Finish off in a good note. Compared to the last podcast where I was a little bit downed speaking with with the subjects at hand. This one's a little more positive and it gives you a, an awesome read. An awesome movie to watch. Open up your eyes a little a little more. Might even be a good tool for those friends. You know, share that with friends that aren't completely... Or maybe on the fence about conspiracies. Maybe they, they realize how dirty the Jeff Epstein deal is. And uh, I would encourage them to watch George Orwell's 1984. And, and tie that in. Might be a good tool to use. Became a fan pretty much over the weekend of the great American hero, 
not American hero, my bad. <laughs> the great world hero. He, he he's born in India. He's of English descent. Um, that was my bad. Uh, but the great global hero, George Orwell, for bringing us these masterpieces. Again, I'll leave in the description the TikTok at Power Jesus. I've been promoting by making comments on the YouTube videos. So if you're listening to this through the YouTube channel, welcome. Please subscribe. Please follow me on your favorite podcast player. By uh, entering, you can search the podcast by entering What Would Jesus Do? And uh, finding it that way. I do not make any money off of this whatsoever. This is more to get the word out. And I'm inspired. I, it does make me feel like I'm doing something. I just don't want to stand around and watch all this bullshit go down so we can all unite, have our voices unite. We are the fucking majority. These puppet masters only make up 1% or 2%, yet they control everything. But if we all fucking rise up, we all unite, we can actually do something. Stop this fucking garbage from going on. All right, y'all. Peace, and until next time. Late.